0: back to this is a rewind my name is david hensley i'm the owner and creative director of long walk productions and i am here to introduce your host david two dogs hey thank you very much david hensley and welcome ladies and gentlemen to this is a rewind a
1: look back at what wrestling used to and possibly still should be with me as always my tag team partner Shelby Deathray Patterson, what is going on, Chica?
2: I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm
1: I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of tired tonight.
2: You know, I I am too, but we, I.
1: <laughs> you've had a hell of a week. It's
2: I have, um, and it's
1: going to keep going.
2: You know, I joked about this in when we were recording NXT Vengeance Day. Mm-hmm. I really hope that our listeners enjoy my voice because <laughs> this is what you're going to hear for the next like. Four episodes. Yeah,
1: because uh, you you had Vengeance Day. You, we've got this.
2: We had Rumble before Vengeance we, Day. Yeah, that's
1: right, because mm-hmm. you you subbed in for Barnes. I did. Yeah. And now you got Elimination Chamber.
2: Sure do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see. I love how you put all of the work on the pregnant woman. you know like literally literally everything's been passed off to me so you know it's fine (laughs) hey i and i enjoy it i love it (laughs) if i didn't i wouldn't be here right now but i i am right there with you i'm i'm pretty tired this week has been yeah
1: it's uh pretty tiring it's something else man yeah so so what have we got this is hey once again moving with our year of greats Mm um i'm not gonna lie to you um I had a little bit of an issue with this one. You don't uh,
2: say. and I, Why? Please explain.
1: Well, I did at first. Okay. and And the reason being is because when I think of greats, I think of legends. I think of people, you know, of the past moving, you know, up to current. Sure. I hadn't really given current much thought and... Really, never thought of them as great, at right. least right now.
2: And I think that's why this show works.
1: Well, yeah. Right? Know.
2: Because you are from a different era of wrestling mm-hmm. than I am. So, my definition of a great and your definition of a great could be two different things. Y-
1: and, you know, this is the thing about it. Uh, after uh, doing some homework on it uh, the past couple weeks.
2: Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, I tend to agree with you now. <laughs> I'm uh,
2: I'm glad that you see the light on this because the yeah. per, the person that we're talking about today, guys, is Finn Balor. And oh, I'm sorry. Was that me?
1: Are you kidding me? <laughs>
2: it was me. I'm so Are sorry. Are <laughs> you
3: kidding
1: me, folks? <laughs> if you remember the last rewind when she <laughs> blasted me. <laughs> for having my cell phone
2: Hey, it was my sister, okay? There was
1: even a discussion <laughs> before we went on the air. Watch me, I will put this on airplane you mode. You know what?
2: I'm doing a lot for you. <laughs> so I think you can let this slide and they might wow. not have even heard it. I don't know. Maybe That's... they did. I'm sure they did. <laughs> um anyway, so we're talking about Finn Balor today and this was on my list of greats. Mm -hmm. Um, and the reason why I wanted to talk about Finn was because he was the one that brought me back to wrestling.
3: Absolutely.
1: So
2: when I was a kid, you know, Stone Cold, who we talked about in the first episode,
3: Mm
2: -hmm. um, was the person who I was really enamored with and really the only person I remember Mm -hmm. from that era. Sure. Um, and then I dropped off when my dad did Mm -hmm. because I was like
1: because that's what you do and
2: um my mom definitely wasn't going to let me watch it by myself sure during that time so i just decided okay well we're just not going to watch it anymore and then college came along and i met a group of people who started to watch it again because they heard oh there's this cool new indie section called nxt right and they were like, oh, like you'll probably really like this since you were a wrestling fan mm-hmm. as a kid. Yeah. So I started watching it and this dude pops up on the screen and he is in full like makeup, body paint from head to toe, like just in complete character mode. So he, it, from the it, moment he goes on screen to the moment he's off. And to me, I was studying theater at the time. hmm and it reminded me of the whole kabuki theater and how they just get really immersed in everything that they're doing
1: mm-hmm.
2: and i was just immediately drawn to him
1: so it wasn't the it, it wasn't the six pack that that did anything it was it was no the
2: body paint was covering up the six pack so oh, okay. i didn't know about that until after i was drawn in
1: oh, okay. okay so i was
2: drawn in by the allure and like <laughs> everything else and then i'm like oh wow he has he's really ripped that's a bonus yeah
1: And And the piercing blue eyes. And the
2: accent doesn't hurt either. The accent,
1: (laughs) I can imagine, yeah.
2: But, so, do you want me to just go through?
1: You know what? Let's let's just start, and I will jump in here and there.
2: Yeah, because I I feel like you took the lead kind of on Austin, which I kind of just let you Mm -hmm. do, because I felt like you knew a lot more than I did, and I feel like I know more about Finn than you do.
1: We will see.
2: Ooh, okay, okay. So, he, he was from uh, Bray County, Wicklow, Ireland, mm-hmm. hence the accent, and he debuted in the NWA British Commonwealth yeah. League as Prince Devitt.
1: What was there was, he was uh, training there, too, right? He trained
2: and he debuted there. So, I did not realize until doing a huge deep dive into this that uh-huh. the NWA had like different federations in different countries. Oh, yeah. Because they oh, had yeah. it in the Commonwealth, and then they had it in Ireland. They had too. to
1: expand because after events took over everything, right. the NWA, that and five bucks will get you a Starbucks coffee. Uh, so
2: <laughs> True. Well, because he moved to the NWA in Ireland where he met and trained with the now Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. So they kind of trained and came up together. And then in 2006, he went to New Japan.
1: I found it kind of funny that uh, it's just a mirror image thing that happened. And apparently, this just happens in most indie federations. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes in that has some real skill and just some God-given talent. Bing, bang, boom. A few months later, they're the ones that are doing the training. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened with me. Uh-huh. And that's exactly what <laughs> happened with Finn Balor. It is. <laughs> and then it actually
2: led to him opening his own school mm-hmm. in Bray later mm-hmm. on down the road. But yeah, so he he debuted and trained himself and then started training other people. Yeah. And then went to New Japan in mm-hmm. 2006. And he stayed there until 2014.
1: Actually went into Japan and started Training with all the other guy jeans and uh, yeah,
2: because the the I think the way that it works over there is you start out and it's it's like young boy, isn't that what they call the, them? Basic, Something like that, yeah. And you have to work your way up. So like you're basically not wrestling on TV or even in a ring.
1: Yeah, you're for like
2: the first year or two.
1: You're you're their slave, basically. Yeah, you're like, cooking food. Mm-hmm. You're 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 doing laundry.
2: Yeah, and it's supposed to be you're supposed to learn like how to do the discipline part of everything first Mm -hmm. and then you can get into the ring. Right. But I think I remember I was watching a documentary about him one time that he didn't even step foot into a ring until he had been there a year.
1: Yeah. That sounds about right. So
2: you're just kind of um, slugging bags and (laughs) making breakfast and doing Mm -hmm. laundry and stuff like that. But I was looking through in the list of people that he worked with from, from, 2006 to 2014 is insane. Because mm-hmm. he had, he worked with Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, man. Um, Christopher Daniels Motor City Machine Guns, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kushida, Kenny Omega. Like, just, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, absolutely. Ones that he had like actual feuds with and mm-hmm. everything, which led to the Bullet Club, which I feel like if you, even if you're a wrestling fan now, you know what the Bullet Club is. Yeah. And, because he was actually one of the founding members, he he was of the Bullet Club. It was
1: him and oh god, uh, Fola. what What's what's the guy's name? Um, you don't.
2: I didn't write it down. Oh, you
1: didn't write it down. Yeah. the guy's name is Fola. Fola. Bad Fola. They follow. That's yeah, it. bad yeah. Fola. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um. So it was him and Bad Fola, and because he had um. Finn had a fallout with his tag team partner at the time, then joined Bad Fala, and then they created the Bullet Club.
1: Had some really awesome tag teams, too. Man, it was was with one team called, uh, that was the counter-terrorist unit.
2: Yeah, the names were insane.
1: Yeah, which came, (laughs) I'm assuming, if my timeline is correct, that came out about the time that 24 came out. Which would make sense. <laughs> right,
2: yeah. But it. I feel like with the Bullet Club, because you even have references in WWE with Bullet Club. Right. Because he was only in it for one year because mm-hmm. he created it and then dipped out and went to WWE. Yeah. But after he left in 2014, there were six different leaders after him and then Forty-eight total members.
1: Can I say something about the Bullet Club that I was unaware of, and I am happy to uh, educate everyone? Um, the Young Bucks were weren't actually in; weren't the original no. Bullet Club. They were hired help for the Bullet Club. Yes, that's right. Until they, until Anderson and Gallows and. Uh, Tommy Tonga and everybody yep. got there mm-hmm. and then they gave the Pearl Harbor job to uh, Devitt and mm-hmm. then they after he jams then they became a member of the bullet club
2: well they came on like way later mm-hmm. that I mean same with like because they they have a list where it's full-time members and then part-time members yeah and then Former members. Right. So you have people who are not even in New Japan anymore who are still technically full-time members. And then you have others that are former members. Yeah. So who get who got kicked out or like whatever. But I saw that uh brandy rhodes is a part-time member of the bullet club which was really funny to me
1: that that's
2: (laughs) i mean cody cody was in it too when he was over i feel like literally every american yeah or or even canadian too i think who any north american who went over
1: you you kind of you kind of
2: became a part of it because adam cole hangman Mm -hmm. adam page the young bucks kenny omega like literally everybody who came over from the U S or Canada ended up being in the bullet club. Right. In some way, shape or form. But I think it's funny now that like, it's kind of cool to be associated with the bullet club, but then it's also not at the same time. depending on which group you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So like AJ Styles, who took over after Finn left as, as the leader with Gallows and Anderson, after is, that,
1: that's kind of the the turning point of the sellout Bullet Club.
2: Yes, because AJ Styles and Gallows and Anderson are very quick to remind people <laughs> that they were in the Bullet Club. Right. You never hear Finn talking about it.
3: No. You no.
2: never hear Finn even mention that he's a founding member of the Bullet Club, much less yeah. that he was in it. And nah. they were. There was a point when all of them were in WWE, and everyone was like, "Oh, they're gonna tease a mm-hmm. Bullet Club reunion, try to get Finn on board." And Finn's like, "Nah, yeah. no, I, I, that, that's not how you do it. Like, right. it's supposed to be an exclusive thing." Oh, it is. Yeah, like you don't go around bragging that you're in the Bullet Club. If people know you're in the Bullet Club, if you're in it, the OC.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I just think that's an
2: interesting dynamic coming from like a founding member versus like someone who c- came in in like 2018 and is now yeah. like repping the Omega, yeah, <laughs> repping the Bullet Club T-shirts and the jackets and you know all that stuff. Yeah. But I I just th- think it's really interesting and funny yeah. that the the list the list on Wikipedia is. So insanely long.
1: long i mean it's longer than the members of the nwo mm-hmm. which I don't, I don't know if you have a count on that but it it's, gets that's a lot of members there. it's a lot there, of right
2: people.
1: It's <laughs>
2: <laughs> well because because after he left uh new japan he went straight into nxt right and that's where i found him Mm-hmm. And he debuted as Finn Balor, yeah. which I didn't realize that both of his names were um, Gaelic for different demons.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But because I only heard like, oh, well, Finn's my dad's name.
1: Oh, so, yeah. Which yeah. it is because yeah. his
2: real name is Fergal, mm-hmm. which is so funny to me. Fergal Devitt is He looks like a Fergal. To me, <laughs> see, he doesn't to me. Every time I see and read that name, I'm like, no. No, he's he's a he's a Finn, but I think it's cuz I just know him as Finn.
1: Yeah, I, I figured I <laughs> I look at him and I go, "Man, his name's Fergal or I'm a dirty Scot." That's uh that's what I say every time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I've heard you say that every time we watch I, anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've never heard you say that.
1: You could stitch it on a pillow, I've said it so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're
2: we're both in a weird spot today. It's it's it's, it's been a weird
1: week. It's, it's
2: fine, <laughs> but Balor specifically means Demon King. Demon King, and yep. so that's what he ended up going by
1: because they didn't want him to be. They were gonna name him King in uh New Japan, but he was like 22, and they were like, ah, "Yeah,
2: he was gonna be King Devitt." Yeah, was what he was gonna be, and then he decided, mm, "No." we're just going to be Prince because we're baby still. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now he's back in NXT and he's back to Prince at 35.
2: Right. So Well and we because we, we had like a huge run in the first time mm-hmm. for NXT because he won the title and held it for I think I wrote down 292 days. Yeah. Which is long ass time. Yeah. Um, and then he moves up to the main roster.
1: Oh let's talk about this. <sighs>
2: I take my jacket off for that. Okay. <laughs> um, I told you I was gonna get hot.
1: I I I knew it was coming.
2: Yeah. Um. So he debuts on the main roster in 2016, mm-hmm. and is immediately put in this new title that they've created called the Universal Title. Yeah. And it's between him and Seth Rollins, Yeah. and it's SummerSlam 2016. And about five minutes into the match, he gets a shoulder injury and then works the rest of the half hour match,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: literally trying to pop the shoulder back into place. It just isn't doing anything because I think the move was Seth is on the outside. They're on the outside and Seth throws him up against the barricade and he Mm -hmm. just hits it just right. Yeah. And it just completely And the thing if you
1: go back and watch that match and you slow Mm -hmm. it down just you can see it. it. You can see it. And then
2: the entire match, like in the moment, I remember watching that match. Oh yeah. And thinking, Oh my god, this is amazing. Like this Mm -hmm. is a great match. And then you go back and you watch it and you're like, Oh my God. Like he did that and he did that going. He did that move with no shoulder. (laughs) Like it was (laughs) So he has to relinquish the title the next night yeah. on Raw because it's going to take four to six months to recover. So he and wins. A when brand did
1: new- he get his rematch? <sighs>
2: <laughs> you know. We don't really speak of that because
1: it didn't happen. It didn't
2: happen. (laughs) No, no. According to me, it did not happen.
1: If I recall, I remember last year he got his rematch with Roman Reigns.
2: Yeah, in 2022. So, Mm -hmm. long time in between when he got a rematch. But he did win a couple of Intercontinentals in between. He did. He did. And then went back down to NXT, won the NXT title again, and then came back up. (laughs) Right. But. Because we had something to prove or something. Um, but, but he
1: decisively lost uh, in 2022. No. If I recall. It was, a, no, I, that was I haven't seen a cleaner pin uh, in my life.
2: For those of you who don't know the reference we're talking about, we're talking about the infamous rope snap match. Or rope snap finish, more likely, where the ropes just give out on him. Because he's a demon, and I guess God did not want him to win. Yeah. So, and they never explain it. They never go into it. They Only time
1: the Demon King has been pinned.
2: Not true. Re- so Let's Say when, <laughs> what? So, when he left NXT, mm-hmm. the paper, or the takeover before, so it was our evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, Not, sorry, our, not our evolution. It was another takeover. I can't remember. But Samoa Joe... Beats him for the title, and he was the Demon King then. Oh, really? The first time that the Demon King had ever been pinned. Oh, because that was that was his thing. He only brought the Demon King out during takeovers. Oh, that was specifically you did not see him on a random Mm -hmm. NXT Live. You did not see him out and about. It was just at a takeover, and that's what made it so special. Yeah, and so I think profound that they. And it just sucks that they lost that Mm -hmm. when he moved up. Yeah. Because then Vince was just like, Oh, let's just put it on a random raw. Yeah. And he's like, No, that's not that's not what it's about. Like this is a persona that I have to be able I have to I have to tap into this to be able to beat this guy. Yeah. It's not just a party trick Mm -hmm. that I pull you know, pull out whenever you want me to. Right. Like it's it means something Mm -hmm. and it meant something in NXT. So when Samoa Joe beats him as the Demon King, it kind of passes the torch to Joe, who then goes on to reign for, like, ages. Yeah. So that was not the first time.
1: Okay, okay.
2: That was just a really shitty time. That didn't really mean anything, and then he was like, "Yep, the demon and we king is dead."
1: We haven't seen the demon king since
3: then.
2: He has gone on record being like, "I'm not bringing it back until it means something again." So, which I don't know if he will bring it back then, <laughs> unless See, now that hunters now the, in charge, this will be
1: fun. This will be fun. Let's yeah. let's let's armchair book this thing. What would it take? To bring back the Demon
3: King.
2: I would think Hunter would have to have something really good for him and creative for him to be able to do that. He has to be away from Judgment Day.
1: Yeah, I think Judgment Day yeah. needs to turn on him. I think maybe... Mm, see, Damien Priest doesn't have the stock right now to do this.
2: Not yet. I think this is like a couple years in the future mm-hmm. right now. Because I think now he's with Judgment Day, which... I was kind of iffy about it first because, like, Evil Finn doesn't really, like, do it for me. It's, yeah. But, like, because he's just not, he, he wasn't that great at it at first. It's kind of like right. when Bailey turned heel, you were like, no one's was, believing this.
1: Yeah, it's, no, she you, struggled. She struggled. You, you
2: I know you want to come up and hug me. You yeah. know, you're, you're fighting it. Yeah. Right? It was kind of one of those things.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But then as time went on and then writing got better, I, I I'm on board. Now I do, and now Mm. with Rhea a part of it, like I think it really makes it. Um, so I think he would have to lose Judgment Day. We've got to have have to get like rock bottom Mm -hmm. before we can get to that point.
1: It's gotta be somebody of. It's gotta be a dynamic heel, like a an MJF type for him to. To 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 straight just go after him and it's it's gotta be pretty brutal.
2: See, what I really wanted and they hinted at this mm-hmm. long time ago, I wanted him and the fiend to go at it.
1: They, because they've, they've toyed with this.
2: So so when there there are different eras of Finn and I, I divide them by colors, right? <laughs> so you have you have um <laughs> You have Black and Demon King Finn in NXT. Yeah, sure. You have Blue Finn when mm-hmm. he's on SmackDown. You have Red Finn when yeah. he's on on Raw. And then you had the era of White Finn. And that was well, the era we were in. That's,
1: that's the era that he lost on the on the top row.
2: No, no, no. The White era is um, when he was doing his stuff with the Fiend. Because he was the the light... And oh, that's the, right, was that's the right. darkness. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this was the the white fin.
0: Okay, okay. So
2: he had like white trunks, white jacket, white everything. Mm-hmm. Um
0: anybody else want fish?
2: <laughs> I know I <obviously. laughs> uh, red fin, blue fin, white fin. <laughs> um reads just like a children's book. Um so they teased it a little bit. So they did have a match. At, at a pay-per-view, which I remember very fondly because Kara and I were both just like mm-hmm. enamored and just like staring at the screen the entire time um, because they teased it a little bit. Yeah. There were certain moments because he wasn't Demon King Finn. He was right. just regular Finn. hmm And he lost. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, this is going to be great. Yeah. He's going to have to like tap into the Demon King and he's going to come out and we're going to have Fiend versus Demon King and it's going to be great. Mm-hmm they never followed up on it no no and it was so unsatisfying and i i mean obviously that ship has sailed not not now, only did they
1: never follow up it was never even mentioned again it's no. like it didn't happen
2: and i feel like that happened with him a lot during that first main roster run he came in he was super hot super mm-hmm. on fire put into the universal title match and then once he got injured mhm it's just that like... That was it. That was it, it. fizzled. Yeah, and he had a few intercontinental wins. He won, and then he went back to NXT. Yeah. Which... In God bless ins- him for that,
1: because that was... I think that was the best move.
2: He was one of... He was the first one to do that. Mm-hmm. So, NXT was moving to USA. Yeah. And it was becoming a live show.
1: This was the Wednesday Night Wars. This is the
2: start of it. Yes. And... They brought Finn in, and this is when you had Adam Cole. You had um, the Undisputed Era, all of that. You had um, Keith Lee come in toward the end of that. You had Dominic Dijakovic. You had all these really big guys that are still big now right? um, who were already there. And then Finn comes in Mm -hmm. and then takes the title and then ends, ends up Making it like the longest reign, yeah, ever. I think in total with the both of it, it was like over 500 days. Yeah, and he was able to revamp like everything. Oh, he 100 did. Yeah, was able to go back to the main roster with the character that he has now, and I think mm-hmm. it makes more sense. Yeah, because yeah. of what he built, because he was in NXT for two years.
1: And this is the interesting thing of why I've kind of turned a corner on this and mm-hmm. I'm like I now recognize there's there's a modern great and the reason that we have that with Finn is because of how he changed the dynamic of the subculture of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Even in New Japan, which was the subculture of the subculture <laughs> of another subculture that is pro wrestling. Right. And you had people with Bullet Club shirts on. Nobody knew what the Bullet Club was.
2: Exactly. And then when he came over, people started wearing all that it, stuff and then Googling what Bullet Club meant. Yeah. And then finding New Japan. I mean, yeah. And, yeah, just kind of he, – so he really helped – it, Both in a lot of different it, ways.
1: he really did. It it brought New Japan, it, it gave New Japan a different market. It, it opened up their market to more wrestling fans. Exactly. And you couldn't have done it without the Bullet Club. Couldn't have done it without Finn Balor.
2: Yeah, and I think that when he, when he was put in matches with people, everyone would be like, oh, well, Finn's got it. Right. You know, Finn Finn will carry him. Finn mm-hmm. will make this a good match. Like, I remember there was a few Royal Rumbles where he was in the final four for the yeah. past, like, couple of years.
1: And for those of you that don't realize, usually those, top, those last six people are the ones that are getting the rub.
2: Yeah, so he would be in that spot for years. Oh, yeah. And then everyone would be like, Thank God this is finally the year like you need to put him somewhere, mm-hmm. give him something, and yeah. then nothing, yeah, then goes back to nXt, revamps himself, makes himself the king there yeah, and completely makes people forget about the demon King for a little bit mm-hmm. because I didn't come back into conversation until he came back to the main roster
1: how long How long ahead into the future do you think we're going to see the demon King?
2: I, I am hoping maybe, I, I wouldn't say anything less than like two or three years.
1: Because uh, we have to get rid of Judgment Day mm-hmm. before. So, I don't see it happening this year.
2: No, definitely not. And I don't, I, I wouldn't want to see it mm-hmm. while he's with Judgment Day. I, I, I okay. Really?
1: Now, wait, Let's <laughs> let's think about this for a
2: second.
3: <laughs>
2: Does the, like, the wrestling wife in me want to see it? Yes, absolutely. Right. But, like... The logical wrestling mind part of me is like mm-hmm. it wouldn't make sense and it wouldn't mean as much. Like it has to be the right circumstances for it to happen.
1: Let me paint you a picture. Okay. <laughs> How about Roman Reigns, The Bloodline, Jimmy and Jay Uso, and Solo? are going up against Judgment Day. Now, they've already teased this uh, just a few short weeks ago, and it was a fantastic match.
2: I remember that match, yeah.
1: What if this happened after WrestleMania,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and the bloodline just decimates Judgment Day? and there's only one and now now we've clear if just they if they just decimated them left them laying in the ring now we've got sympathetic baby faces in judgment day with little dominic there
0: <laughs> Little
1: Dominic, after a, being the hardened criminal that he is, is now
2: yeah because he's been to prison.
1: Been to prison, folks.
2: Yeah, for like three days.
1: We've got <laughs> we we've got the man's man, Damian Priest, mm-hmm. and we have everybody's favorite, Rhea Ripley, and they all just got laid out. Now maybe it's even something as bad as the WWE doesn't like to do this anymore, but let's say Roman cold-cocked Rhea and later out. (gasps) Oh, see? (laughs) Well, there's only one man that can Mm -hmm. stand up to Roman Reigns, and that's Finn
2: Balor. I would love... For him to have a redemption match with Roman, oh, I would no. absolutely kill for it. I would because mm-hmm. the way that that match ended was the most disappointing match <laughs> I have ever seen in my entire life. And
1: I mean, we knew what was going to happen, but we no, didn't. We did,
2: no, we did not. We did not ever foresee the ending of that match being that the rope was going to break well
1: we we knew that we knew roman was gonna win
2: well sure
1: but we didn't
2: which (laughs) which was why i was mad about the match in the first place because they had brought the demon king out i'm like okay well now he's gonna lose and then he's gonna lose all credibility and then we're gonna be back to square one again
1: some bullshit rope break that you just you totally saw happen i mean you just like Oh come on!
2: You saw really. The, you saw the quote unquote cameraman yeah. walk by with scissors <laughs> and just go crack like it was. Yeah, so it was I upsetting. Would, I would give anything for him to have a redemption match with Roman Reigns as the Demon and yeah. just obliterate him. So yes. it
1: is plausible.
2: Yeah, but that I,
1: that could happen. I
2: think that Roman Reigns still has a few more years in him. I I mean I I don't want that to happen but like i think that he still does
1: you think he's got uh, a few more years as champion no no
2: no i mean just here just being here oh he he doesn't have to be champion for this to happen
1: (laughs) okay okay
2: roman's kind of at the status now where like after he loses the title Mm -hmm. eventually like he's he's gonna be like brock lesnar status that he can come in and be like i don't want to i don't i don't want the title i just want to match
1: see now i think that this I I I still am at the the belief that Cody's going to take the belt at WrestleMania. And I think it's going to upset Roman so much and it's going to upset the bloodline so much that they're going to go on a rampage
3: mm-hmm. and
1: just they're jumping into matches. They're just that they're not involved in. Mm-hmm. And they're just gonna—they're gonna start slapping people around and
2: just—I <laughs> mean, that can be motivation for Demon to come out. Who knows? Until, but yeah, I—I I, want—I want it to happen, but I want it to be for the right right time and the right story and the right moment. I don't want it to be just because we've run out of things for Finn to do, mm-hmm. so we're just gonna pull it back out. Yeah, because he hasn't done it in years now it it, has
1: yeah it needs to be
2: (laughs) really important it it does it's
1: got to be something big
2: because to me i i can't explain how college shelby felt like well enough when she saw demon king for the first time Mm -hmm. like it was to me that's where my two loves met yeah like theater and wrestling. Yeah. And that's when I realized that wrestling is theater. Mm-hmm. Right? So, for, for me, I'm very protective over the Demon King.
3: Sure,
1: yeah. And
2: when they just, in my opinion, bastardized it and just played it out to be a party trick, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve for him to do this. (laughs) So, no, you're going to wait like four years and wait and like really pine over it and want it more and more and more. And then we'll bring it back out. Because it is important because he created this lore, which is why I put him on my list of greats. Yeah, Like he created this lore around the Demon King as this mythological creature that he has to tap into to be Mm -hmm. able to beat this person
1: yeah and it's the uh it's so rarely done it well i should say it's so rarely done correctly
2: and so rarely done correctly here because if you mm-hmm. he he did it in japan obviously but he created it even back when he was in ireland right like right. there's even some like <laughs> rare footage of him like doing like marvel cosplay oh essentially. yeah he, he did
1: the joker because he was he doing did... it
2: himself he didn't have anybody doing it for him right. so it was just like very very crude you know not as well as it is now but mm-hmm. like i mean that that is japanese culture oh absolutely. Right? so it absolutely. is very influenced by that because you look at the pageantry of new japan mm-hmm. and how they they just see wrestling differently than we do over here oh
1: they oh they absolutely do they're
2: quiet when they watch
1: yeah they're attentive
2: and they 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 clap all together like they're watching a show
1: when they see something they like it's it's a golf clap Mm -hmm. and there is there's a barricade it's you could step over it it's so small it's not needed it's not needed because (laughs) why would somebody step over that barricade and ruin this show <laughs> it, it it's it's like
2: the which is something that i i get very annoyed with with the some of the spaces that we the theater spaces that we have here yeah. in charlotte in the charlotte area where there is no like there's a stage but like it's very accessible by the audience sure so like for the duke for example right mm-hmm. duke energy we you had the audience and then the and the stage went you know pretty much right up to where the front row was yeah i would get so pissed when people would just make a wide arc and just walk straight through the set and i'm mm-hmm. like
3: this, th-
2: there's a barrier here like yeah. you don't you don't cross it and i feel like that's what how japanese people view wrestling oh oh they're 100%. like this is this is the stage. This is where the art oh. happens. Yeah. We don't break the fourth wall here.
1: And even when back in the 80s when that you would go over there, they were still the same way. They were very attentive, they were very polite, and they would clap when they saw something they liked, but if a heel crossed that barricade, they ran <laughs> because it <laughs> was a heel. And he's clearly insane, let's get out of here. <laughs> and they assholed and elbowed away as, I need to show you some uh, Terry Funk stuff. Okay. With him swinging a chain at people. Oh my god. And they're just, they're just getting it. <laughs> oh my god. Well,
2: I, was, I have seen some videos of Mick Foley over there.
1: Hundred percent. That's
2: very similar to mm-hmm. to that, and people look legitimately terrified. Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Which so I, I think take being in New Japan for so long, mm-hmm. he he took all of that and then brought it over here, and I feel like that paved the way for a lot of other stuff, like bold choices that we see yeah now, because like. You have Bray Wyatt, which is a lot more accepted now.
1: <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. Like,
2: people were... Again,
1: one that was done correctly.
2: Exactly. So, I I really feel like, even though he is still a current member, and still current, like, active member of the roster, mm-hmm. and his career is definitely not over yet, even though he's, I mean, he's, like, pushing 40. But, yeah, you yeah. know, I think that... Male wrestlers now retire a lot,
3: mm-hmm.
2: a lot older and <laughs> a lot later <laughs> in life than they used to. Um, but I still think he's, I mean, he's in really good shape still. Mm-hmm. Like he can, he can still go for like a lot longer. I, th- something I drastic think he's got happens, a lot
1: left in the tank, which makes
2: me excited to see what else because everything that he's done i've been like "Eh, okay like i'm really attached to this fit over here but okay Mm. i'll watch this one over here and then i end (laughs) up loving it so i think he's that type of performer and wrestler that can just make anything work and just make it you know his own
1: let me ask you this Uh uh-huh if he retired this week (laughs) is he a hall of fame candidate yeah you think so?
2: Oh, 100%. Yeah, I would be extremely sad if that happened, but like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely think so. Okay. Yeah. Right um, just because of everything we just talked about. Yeah. Like, paving the way for a lot of things. I agree.
1: I agree. Yeah. I think it's later down. I don't think he's this class, but Oh, uh, definitely
2: not. That would be like it would be years down the road for yeah. sure, but I definitely think he's a Hall of Fame contender for well, sure.
1: I mean, I I really don't want to wait until we do the in-memoriam class. Oh but. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um,
2: but but yeah, that's so. I I really I'm glad that we were able to do this one because yeah. I was really hoping that he would make the the final cut because I think he's important to everything that's going on right now
1: he absolutely is and speaking of uh in important modern day uh Mm -hmm. greats coming up for march
2: yeah so we've already we have already spun the wheel because producer Kara is replaced by producer david today Mm -hmm. and he does not have the wheel so we spun it already right (laughs) um so next month we are going to be talking about Bray Wyatt. Oh yes! And again, another person that I think has paved the way for a lot of things.
1: Oh, absolutely! And I'm
2: very excited because I know, I know about him now. Mm-hmm. I don't really know much about his previous career, so I'd be very interested. I'm, I'm excited to talk about him.
1: Well, yeah, we, we've we've got a lot to talk about now. David Hensley
0: <laughs> Two dogs <laughs> I'm I've been here the whole time.
3: He has been here the whole time.
0: <laughs> Guess the wrestler. No, so, <laughs> so, no uh, uh, you you got anything for us man? Uh well at some point uh but you know in the next um what day is it the 16th so Uh sometime in the next 12 days i have to figure out a time for me and chris and stan to record a uh long walk talks Mm -hmm. so that we get one in this month Mm -hmm. um but other than that no it's all february is just the month of wrestling for us it turns out yeah because
2: we have elimination chamber coming up yep. that's our next one uh, th-
0: there's
1: also a uh in early or maybe it's mid-march we got an aew
2: mm-hmm. uh no it's a beginning of march is revolution it's march is 5th it, is it march 5th wow! Oh, yeah. and then we lead right into we have stand and deliver for nxt first and then we have two whole days of wrestlemania so
0: yes, this we is the do. time of
2: year when we just go crazy yeah. and these podcasts just go off the rails.
0: So <laughs> as long as we never do, well, no, cause we're doing three this month. As long as we don't <laughs> do three in a week again, yeah, remember that time flashback
2: to what was it Memorial day or labor day?
0: I think it was Either labor one day. of those. Yeah. Yes.
2: And we had literally. It was four, wasn't it? Four, I or think three it or was. four? I,
0: it was like four. I, yeah. yeah, it was Monday through Thursday. Every yep. night we were recording a wrestling podcast. And didn't you even you even did a teeny talk that week or something? Uh, n- uh, no, I don't think so because I knew what was coming. I knew oh. what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: because I think we were in here, and I don't know if you've done a teeny talk since you've been We've we been have in here. not. Oh, that's Katie right. And I keep
0: threatening, yeah. but between the two of us, our schedules are so chaotic. Um we just don't have time like we're barely at home together. Mm.
2: Understandable. That's I mean maybe maybe one day Maybe Maybe. one day we'll get it back. But yeah, yeah, you both got to be in the same room to be able to do a teeny talk. Yeah, it
0: helps. Yeah, it does. (laughs) (laughs) Um, dogs, if people want to reach out to you online or follow you online, where is the best place for them to do that?
1: Uh, well, you know, you can get me on uh, Instagram at David two dogs. Hayes. Uh, you can get me on TikTok at this is a work. Uh, you can get me on Twitter. You, You can DM me on Twitter if you want to. I, I, I troll some wrestlers every now and again. You're,
2: you're not on Twitter, really? Not not a ton. Yeah.
1: I I I tweeted something to Goldberg. The of. Uh,
2: <laughs> what did you uh, tweet to Goldberg?
1: He said something about how he didn't like Rihanna's performance at. Oh, so uh, so
2: recently you yeah. DM? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, it was okay. this week. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. He
1: said he didn't like Rihanna's performance. He said it was horrible, and I said that's kind of like your wrestling career, and I was <laughs> like, so.
2: And it's somewhere, Katie Bearden.
0: Yeah, her oh. ears just perked up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she, oh man.
0: So yeah, wow. I'll,
2: okay. I'm all, I. <laughs> g-
1: what I'll do is I'll I'll pop in. I'll give you a one two punch, and then I'm out like a thief in the night. Fair, and <laughs>
2: okay. I guess if you're gonna do Twitter, that's the way to do it.
1: But yeah, you
0: can you can DM me. Uh, you know, I'll I'll talk to you Yeah. I'm suddenly worried. The studio was just surrounded by the sound of beer cans uh, popping. <laughs> Anybody else hear that? Uh, Shelby, if people want to reach out to you online or follow you online, where can they do that at?
2: Well, they can do that on Instagram at slayallray. And if you want to follow This Is A Takeover, you can do that at this underscore pod on Twitter or This Is A Takeover on Instagram.
0: All right. And if you want to follow me online, the best place to do that is on Instagram at D.B. Hensley. If you want to keep up with Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us. To see more of our original work or hear past episodes that are no longer streaming, you can follow the YouTube links in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoy this show or any of the shows on the Long Walk Podcast Network, please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you're listening on all right well shelby i had a i had a great time doing this one
2: i'm so glad that it turned out better than you expected
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) so look for us uh next month and we'll be doing bray wyatt uh so for david hensley and shelby death ray patterson this is david do dogs hayes saying guys it's fun looking back at the past But live in the present, man. And as far as the future goes, we're going to call it in the ring. Thank you for listening to
3: This is a Rewind.